Listeners, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. That is on the web at dominionfire.com if you'd like some background. My name is Million Quinteros, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. I'm a licensed minister through John G. Lake Ministries, which you'll find at jglm.org if you'd like some background on uh, how we're trained, what we believe, and uh, just a little insight into our world here. This program is called Heal the Sick, and what we do is we bring on amazing men and women of God who share their story, share their experience, and tell about the world of healing through their perspective. But, of course, we're not always limited to that. We are uh, all-encompassing as we are always acknowledging that God is so much greater than just healing or just one ministry or just anything. God is so much bigger and greater than this. Today's guest is uh, just an amazing influence on myself and in my journey as I've been learning things. And um, our guest today is a nationally known author. He is a teacher. And once I say the word seer, you might know who I'm talking about. Holding his book in my hand right now called The School of the Seers, Mr. Jonathan Welton is joining us today. Jonathan, I'm not, without any further ado, we're going to bring you right on. John, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, sir? Thank you very much. Great. I'm, I'm glad to be with you today. So uh, how is everything going with you? you got a bunch of books written. you got a new academy going. Uh, how's life treating you? Uh, it's been it's been excellent. I think uh, you know we always have a lot of stuff going on. I I keep myself pretty productive, but uh, I, probably one of the most fun things right now is that uh, we just had our first child. Um, that's um, right. Three, about three months ago, and so that's that's been a whole new world here, and and kind of changing around from itinerant ministry where I was traveling uh, about three weekends every month. Uh, we are switching into a whole new phase of our ministry where we're doing an online academy that's nine months long and and we have uh, right now we have about 150 students signed up and uh, it's just a whole new paradigm for putting out you know some, some real deep teaching on a weekly basis for people to keep building and moving forward in their in their spiritual growth and so so yeah we, we're really redesigned our whole approach to ministry uh, so that we can have a more family-friendly ministry for our own family, yeah. as well as keep keep building and moving people forward week by week rather than just every conference every three months or so. Yeah, definitely. Big congratulations to you on the little one. That's uh, I remember seeing your uh, your Facebook postings about it. So it's uh, it's a fun time with, without you. a doubt. All right, so oh, yeah. let's uh, let's kind of get into it here. Your uh, background is uh, before I first learned you was School of the Seers, which is um, seeing into the spirit, uh, discerning of spirits, kind of having a, a uh, visual representation spiritually of what's going on around you, and in some of your stories. Uh, using that, there has been healing that's come out of that. So could you please tell us, um, give us some big testimony, some big stories, give us something that's just kind of really hammers the whole point home about um, healing and how this ties in. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll start with some of the some of the wild and crazy ones that I've seen because I've seen lots and lots of healings. My wife and I got to travel with uh, Randy Clark. It, it first started, I, I started traveling with Randy um, back in 2001 on an internship uh, in Brazil. Um, 
with Randy Clark and Gary Oates and Bill Johnson was on that trip. But it was basically an all-star team. And uh, and then over the next few years, my wife and I volunteered for Randy Clark, and then we interned again, and then we were on staff. And uh, so we, we have... Uh, you know, we've traveled with the National Healing Ministry and seen thousands of healings. But when when people ask me what is the what is the one healing that that you really remember the most, it, it would all go back for me in my mind to a service that happened in um, in Manaus, Brazil. Um, I am about 19 years old at that time, and and uh, Gary Oates gets up to speak, and the church meets about 10,000 people. Um, and and yet there were not 10,000 people there. There was actually only 5,000 because they just had their home group leaders. <laughs> so we have uh, a church that can be 10,000, a past building, it's all home group leaders. And he gets up to speak, and he doesn't even get his first sentence out. And his first sentence is him staring and pointing at the middle of the room and saying, big uh, big, 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 and he's stuttering over the word big, and then he gets out the word angel, and he collapses to the ground. And so, now, Gary is out, and uh, for those who don't know who Gary Oates is, I should give the background. He wrote the bestseller, uh, Open My Eyes, Lord, which is another book about seeing spirit. And uh, so, Gary, he's out on the floor, and the theme just gets stirred up in the room, and it's it's literally a supernatural whip that's blowing through the room, and there are 10,000 of these plastic white uh, lawn chairs that are set up as the chairs inside the church with a cement floor, and literally full sections that were empty are being blown around by this whip. Now, being a skeptical uh, American in the group, I, I run outside the church to is there any wind? And when I step outside the church, it is eerily calm. There is no wind whatsoever outside the church. So this wind that's going on inside the church is entirely a supernatural Acts chapter 2 style wind that's blowing around. Well, at this point, Randy Clark turns to Gary's wife, Kathy, and says, you need to get up there and prophesy. I think you have a word for Brazil. She runs up and scoops up the microphone that, that Gary has now dropped uh, as he's shaking on the ground under the Holy Spirit, you know, manifesting on him. She grabs this. She begins to declare this word over Brazil, and it's just this powerful word. I don't remember the details, of course, but she's declaring it, and Randy turns to us, about 20 Americans that are there as his prayer team, and says, go pray for the sick. So now we take off. And the wind is so loud that we're like yelling in the ear of our interpreter next to us. You know, you know, what do they need prayer for? And the interpreter yells in the ear of the sick person. And the sick person yells in the ear of the interpreter. The interpreter yells back to us. It was pretty chaotic. So this is going on. And I, I recall that morning we had six, we had actually a, a whole section of deaf people that got cleared out, that got healed, the whole section of death, all of them got healed that morning. And that, that was incredible. I didn't pray for any of the deaf people myself, but what stood out to me were two people in particular I prayed for. One, G. 
she came up and she had a tumor on her shoulder under her shirt, and it was literally no smaller than the size of a lemon. Wow. I reached out, I put my hand on top of the tumor, and, and my hand dropped about three inches, and I slapped her on the shoulder. And I, in that moment, I'm, I'm not even sure what just happened. Like, I, I'm staring, and I'm going, wait a second. I just put my hand on top of the tumor, my hand dropped three inches, and I slapped her on the shoulder. The tumor disappeared so fast under my hand touching it that my hand dropped into the space where the tumor was and was no longer. That, I still, that still boggles my mind. Mm-hmm. I, that, that one just totally rocked my world. And then the other one was, was an individual who had a, a lift in their shoe because they had had a car accident where they had to have bone taken out of their leg. So one leg was significantly like three inches shorter than the other leg because of, not just because their back wasn't aligned, but because they had some serious bone removed from their leg. And so I, I said, okay, uh, talk about faith being off the chart at this moment. I, I, I said to this lady, uh, do you want to be taller or shorter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, no. Shorter, shorter, not taller. Uh, okay, okay. So I have her take her shoe off, and, and she puts her short leg um, down on the ground. And I said, now, now turn in a circle. Walk in a circle and come back. So she spins around one time, and even in the even in the loud wind that's whipping around, I'm hearing this crunch. Mm. I'm hearing this sharp crunching sound as she as she walks around the circle one time. And once she has completed one rotation around her short leg, she is standing on two legs that are even with each other. Wow. After one time around, as we're praying in this atmosphere, it was it was just. And you're just looking at it going, no, no way. You were just imbalanced a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're sitting there going, did I really just see two legs that were different a minute ago, or did I not? <laughs> and those two have, have absolutely, I mean, if there's, if there's ever a moment of, of doubt about healing in my heart or in my life personally, I could, I go back and hang out to those episodes. Those are, those are the ones yeah, definitely. You know, listeners, um, we are actually up against our first break, so we're going to be uh, stepping out for a second. But that is uh, an interesting point to bring up right there is that once you've seen some healing um, and you're up against something new, maybe that you haven't encountered before or uh, something that seems overwhelming or daunting. Remember, you always build on your previous victories. And, and just like John was saying a second ago, whenever there's any kind of doubt, Always go back to where you saw what you saw the first time, and it just it brings your heart right back to where it needs to be. So just keep that in mind as you uh, go through your uh, through your uh, ministry work and as you pray for the sick and uh, do all this kind of work. So we are, again, up against our first break. Joining us on the show, John Welton, author, teacher, and uh, seer, which we will talk about a little more momentarily on the other side of this break. So keep it locked right here on the Heal the Sick podcast by Dominion Fire Church. Back in a few Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast, presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. 
If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Listeners, we are back on the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M I W L I A N. This program is a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada, which is dominionfire.com. Now, along the way, if you have any questions, would like to have a question for any of our guests, have any healing needs, or have you had a healing testimony from this program, make sure you let us know. Dominionfirechurch at gmail.com is the email address. You can also find us at facebook.com slash dominionfire, twitter.com slash dominionfire, and my personal Twitter is at healingminister, and you are welcome to uh, follow us anywhere. Just uh, kind of keep up with us. Let us know and uh, share your experience with us as well. Now today on this program, sharing his experience, again, author, teacher, and uh, you will recognize his work from the book, The School of the Seers, also a uh, a seer, itinerant teacher, and uh, just an awesome guy. We're excited to hear more about him. Jonathan Welton joining us on the show today. John, please tell the audience, if you will, about your, your background, your experience, and your personal testimony. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I'll keep it, you know, in the in the realm of healing, knowing that that's our our main topic, because um, there's there's so many different testimonies. But uh, for me personally, I grew up in a household where uh, my parents had both graduated from a Pentecostal Bible college back in the early '70s, and so I was raised in a household that that believed that God still did miracles, um, and yet we we didn't see them very often. It was one of those um, kind of backgrounds that, uh, yes, God can do that. He sometimes chooses to do that in His, you know, divine wisdom and sovereignty. But uh, we don't, uh, you know, we don't presume to know what that is, and, and so um, we just kind of believe that He can. He has our permission. <laughs> so, um, with that kind of background in place, if, if I was about. 16 years old, I went to a uh, another local church near my house that was having a guest speaker, and and I was I was just loving the meeting. She was talking about how to hear God's voice, and I was learning about the prophetic for the first time, and she was talking about healing, and and yet there was this one point that she made that I really got stuck on. It it really it was a, an area that in my heart I was like, no, that can't be true, and and the statement was that it's always God's will to heal. Now, I know there's there's a, probably still an ongoing debate about that, but this was, uh, for me, this was about 14, 15 years ago, and at the time, I did not believe it was always God's will to heal, and one of the main reasons I would have said it's not always God's will to heal is because uh, my mom had, at the time, uh, chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, and other kind of chronic health issues, which for me, uh, from my 16-year-old perspective, 
you know, my mom is like the most godly person I know, and if God wanted to deal anybody, he'd deal her. And with that perspective, I was not open to the idea that always this will to heal and didn't understand that concept. So I was very resistant to this at first. Um, at the same time, and I don't want to get into a whole debate of whether it is always this will to heal or not, mm-hmm. which is a tempting topic to go there, but it was that same weekend that um, the, the guest speaker said, you know, if anyone here has never prayed for the sick and would like to, um, we're going to do an activation. And so I, I raised my hand. I was like, that's me. I have never done it, and I'd love to. So she called me up, and I remember uh, that she then asked for a sick person. Now, what I got to pray for the first time was an older African-American lady who um, had some pain in her ankle. Mm-hmm. And, and so she sat down in the chair, and uh, the teacher said, okay, you don't put your hands on her ankle like this. Uh, here's what we're going to pray. You're going to command the pain to leave. And she kind of walked me through what to pray, and and I did that. And, okay, now she's going to get up, and she's going to walk, and she's going to try it out, tell you, you know, how much better it feels. And, and if it's not 100%, you pray a second time. And, and you know, she's walking me through it very practically. And and so uh, that was that was actually the first time I ever saw healing. I, I prayed for her. She got up. She walked. She said, pain is completely gone. My ankle feels great. Thank you so much. Mm. And uh, and I was I was dumbfounded. I just got there like that really just happened. I I thought we'd have to just sort of uh, wait around and hope that someday God would just do on his own to heal people. I didn't realize he still did it the way he does it in the Bible every time he does it in the Bible, even though that's our obvious example to me. I thought healing is something we just kind of waited for mm-hmm. and uh, did not realize that I'm supposed to lay my hands on the sick and see them recover. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I prayed for it that day, and that, that really was the beginning of a major shift for me because I started to see, I, I got some real misunderstandings about healing. I, I have some misconceptions. I've bought into some lies, and it started to unravel a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that later unraveled for me was that, that offense I had in my heart regarding, you know, healing. And if it is God's will to heal, um, what I came to understand later is that God is, His will is that everyone is saved, but not everyone is saved. And just because it's God's will that everyone were healthy and whole, as He has. Uh, you know, made people in the Garden of Eden even make sickness and disease, that the sickness and disease came about later through um, the, the entrance of sin into the world. And so it started to really unravel things for me. I, I began to go to every um, every healing training I could, every, every uh, supernatural conference event. Um, I became a, a conference hopper, junkie, whatever you want to call it, like like many others have done, and uh, spent, spent a lot of time learning and growing in that particular field, which um, has really has really developed a confidence in me that God is a good Father who cares about His kids and wants them to be healthy, wants them to enjoy the planet He's put us on, and that we're, we're here to bring heaven into the earth. 
mm-hmm. and that perspective has, has really changed probably from from that day that I saw that first feeling right up the wall. So now my next question would be on that line. Um, your your seminal book that kicked everything off was School of the Seers, where you go into great detail about activation for uh, discernment and seeing in the spirit and all and and all the related things to that. Um, how has that ability played into healing? I mean, obviously, you've used the two in combination together. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely. And it's still probably hard for me to. to communicate some of it because I I don't know what healing or praying for healing is like for other people. When I when I look at someone, I get either a visual or even just a, a deep impression that, you know, here's the root issue behind this sickness and can then communicate like uh, uh, you know, an example of um, some of the individuals I've, I've prayed with and the one I, I usually share is about the lady who had um, what I saw was like spears stuck through her. And I share that one because I, I've gotten permission to, to share that one from her. Um, I, I see things quite often when I pray for the sick that I don't want to share their their stories without uh, you know, having asked them ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've seen some, some stuff that, you know, there's been some believers, even some other pastors and leaders I've prayed for that. Um, had in the spirit what looked like giant meat hooks that they they were stabbed through, and you know, I'm asking all the spirit, what does this represent? What is, what am I looking at here? And he's telling me this is this is uh, people that have cursed uh, these these pastors and leaders that have um, have actually received curses from uh, witches and, and warlocks and, and uh, you know, just just amazing uh, pictures that the Holy Spirit shows behind some of these sicknesses. I I think sometimes because we're Western Christian, uh, uh, Western Christians, we seem to disconnect like our spiritual our spiritual body from our physical body, mm-hmm. and and yet the the truth is that there is no disconnection there. If there's something going on in your physical body it will have some sort of manifestation in your spirit as well. Hmm. And as a spiritual person, we should be able to use the gift concerning of spirit to pick up on the effect of that in the spirit as well as in the physical, natural body. Um, so it's helped me tremendously to get to the real root of, of certain sicknesses and diseases. Mm-hmm. On the other side of that, though, it's amazing how you can go on Sid Rock, you can have this best-selling book, and, and everybody gets to, to know, you know, this, this name, John Welton, and and it's almost like people think on this concept that I have a magic wand. <laughs> and so they come to the, the meetings going, you know, I saw you on Sid Roth, please wave your magic wand over my life and heal everything. <laughs> and, and yet, so much of it is personal responsibility, too, where they have to you know, I could say, you know, okay, here's what the Lord's showing me, that you have a root of, of unforgiveness uh, that, that opened this door for, for some sickness and depression into your life. And they go, yeah, that's true. Okay, so fix it. Well, you're going to have to forgive. Oh, I don't want to forgive. Well, I can't fix unforgiveness for you. Mm. <laughs> and there's, just, there's, there's an element where we have to actually, as individuals, not go find the holy man who's going to fix it for us, but 
you know, with the discernment the Lord's given me, He can help pinpoint things. But we still have to look at our own heart with the information and say, okay, I am willing to forgive. I am willing to, you know, release this person or, or break off this, this thing I used to walk in. Um, so there's there's two sides to, to everything, though. Um, you know, two sides to every story there. Sure. So. Yeah. Um, listeners, that um, that brings up an important point. And, and um, when it comes to healing, and specifically like in, in uh, kind of the, the approach we're trained, it's, it's just always a matter of, you know, you take authority over it and, you know, you command and do what you have to do. And um, I am a, a believer that I want to have every weapon in my arsenal possible. I, if there's a, a case that comes before me, I want to use anything and everything I can to make sure that that sickness gets defeated on the spot. And uh, things such as this may not be something that we always think about um, in terms of, let's say, a, a discernment or kind of seeing uh, something that's maybe behind the scenes um, as well, because uh, healing comes in many ways. And there's, uh, I had a real quickly, because we're up against their break, uh, a situation where I was praying for something, getting zero results. And then the Holy Spirit revealed to me that you're speaking to the wrong mountain. In other words, the thing I was commanding for was not what the, the cause of the problem was. So it was very interesting. Uh, paradigm as that was going through, and that's kind of what John was touching on there in, in a degree. So it, it's kind of interesting, but um, we are indeed up against the break. Jonathan Welton joining us today, author, teacher, and uh, author to School of the Seers, Raptureless, Eyes of Honor. What other books you got going on right now? Let's see, Eyes of Honor, Raptureless, Blue Seers, uh, Normal Christianity, Normal that's Christ. the other one. That's it, I and uh, we have we have also a trilogy. It didn't start out that way, but uh, Raptureless, um, which is my book that takes apart uh, our understanding of Matthew 24 and um, really shows the historical view that, uh, that that John Wesley, John Calvin, Martin Luther, Charles Spurgeon, all those guys, as well as earlier church fathers, um, believe that Matthew 24 actually happened in the first century. Um, not about the end of the world. And so um, I, I jump into it there, and then we ended up now, we've made uh, three books out of it. We have The Advancing Kingdom, Rapturous is the second book, and I just finished the third book, which is called The Art of Revelation. That's it. And uh, so it's not out yet, but it, it, it's uh, in the editing process, and it's okay. going to cause a lot of waves. All right, so listeners, there's a whole library of selections from John, which uh, I, I love his work and uh, especially his uh, his teaching, which you can find on YouTube as well. And we'll talk about that in the next segment. But um, I am running a little long, so let's cut here. We'll be right back momentarily after this. You're listening to the Heal the Sick Podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church. We'll be right back momentarily. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick Podcast, presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. 
right, listeners, we are back for the third and final segment of this edition of the Heal the Sick podcast. Uh, wonderful episode so far. I'm, I'm so excited for our guest. And uh, again, check us out. And not only this episode, but all previous episodes and future ones, which you can find at our website. It's dominionfire.com. And on that site, uh, when you find the podcast, there's also information for where to find it on iTunes, as well as a direct link to the feed if you'd rather uh, get a hold of it that way. And uh, all of our uh, social media contacts, which you are welcome to follow us on. So dominionfire.com is where you will find all that information. And wrapping up here today with us, a uh, just a wonderful guest I'm so excited about, Mr. Jonathan Welton, author, teacher, and uh, seer, who is now working on uh, a what's called the Welton Academy, which we'll hear about in a little bit. And uh, he's a teacher. He's an itinerant teacher, travels all around. He's also, again, as I mentioned, his uh, own academy starting up now. So this guy's got stuff to share. And John, I'm going to ask you, uh, what lesson can you share with our listeners today? All right. So been thinking about this uh, for a while now, and I, I think one of the things that has, uh, is going to be one of the next big moves of understanding in the supernatural search um, is that we've, we've been hearing about the kingdom of God for a long time, whether you go back to John Wimber or George Elton Ladd or, or even before that, we've been hearing about the kingdom of God. Uh, coming from heaven to the earth through manifestations like healing and deliverance and miracles for some decades. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of the confusion is that I think to have a balanced understanding of the kingdom, we have to have a balanced understanding of at least three things. That's the king, the kingdom, and his new covenant. And if we don't have all three of those in balance, we, we end up with a... a a belief system that we believe in the kingdom and we believe on the king for salvation, but we still can operate from an old covenant model. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really tripping up a lot of people right now is that they they believe in Jesus as the king. He reigns, he rules, we're his church, we reign and rule with them, co-labor with them. We operate inside this planet uh, under his reign and rulership and the kingdom is advancing, and, and that's all right and positive, but then there's still always this question of, of, what if we sin too much, will he get angry? If we sin too much, will he bring some sickness and disease on us? If we sin too much, is he going to start throwing down thunderbolts like some sort of priest character? Mm-hmm. There's, there's all these misconceptions, and it really comes down to not understanding the new covenant that we have with this king and his kingdom. If we understood the new covenant properly, we would understand it's a covenant of forgiveness. See, the old covenant was a covenant of blessings or cursings. But the new covenant is not about blessings or cursings. It's a covenant of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So, under the old covenant, I sin, I'm cursed. Under the new covenant, I sin, I'm forgiven. Under the old covenant, I do good, I'm blessed. Under the new covenant, I'm in Christ, I'm blessed. So, all the performance has been taken out of the covenant that we live in. Now, it's about are we abiding in Christ or are we not? That's really the question that that, uh, we need to get back to is are we abiding or are we not abiding? 
not not based on, on performance. Once we understand that we're abiding and we remain, our performance will change and we'll start to align with all the truth of who we are in Christ. But if we don't do that, we continue to just try to get our performance right and live under an old covenant mindset of blessed or cursed. And that is... That affects every area of our life. That affects our perception of the supernatural and healing and why some people don't get healed and why some people do get healed. And, and it, it affects our understanding of how we live our lives and if God's happy with us, if He's angry at us, if, if you know, we're going to be blessed or cursed. And all that performance stuff ties into everything. And it really has to do with not understanding the covenant that we have with this King and His kingdom. The covenant is really a, a, a uh, it's really a treaty between the king and his people, and the king has graciously said, "I will forgive your sin, and remember it no more." Mm-hmm. So any healing model that's focused specifically on just remembering people's sin is not a new covenant model. Mm-hmm. But God can't remember it, so why should we be dredging it up in every healing meeting? So I, I agree. I loved in the last segment where you talked about how, you know, the training model that you, you arrived at or that you've been trained at, you guys take authority first mm-hmm. and things. I totally agree with that. I do that with every sickness. I start with that. Mm-hmm. And if it's not getting immediately healed, I ask, okay, Lord, what, if there's something more going on here that, that, uh, needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for, for me, the only other place that I see truth here is then that you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. So if you're still struggling because you're not set free of something, there must be a lie involved somewhere. Mm. So lies can still keep us in bondage if we believe them and we put faith in them, even though they're not the truth. So truth is really one of the biggest weapons that that I've come to understand. And this truth of the new covenant is one of the most powerful revelations that I believe the Church is going to start to step into in the next... It's probably going to be the next 10 years if I was to give a big picture of, of the Church moving into it. Wow. I think right now, people are referring to it as the grace movement. Mm-hmm. It's great. I know that's the word people are using. But really, it's much larger than grace. It's really about the new covenant being restored to our understanding. Definitely. Yeah, and, and like we say, you know, God is so much bigger than healing and just the, you know, what they called the grace message. God is so much bigger than that, guys. And just, and I agree, um, in, in many, many ways about that. It's, uh, there, there's a, a big change in, in a lot of thinking that's coming and, and you're starting to see the seeds of that now. So, uh, and with this healing, I know through, uh, through our ministry, we're seeing a lot of people starting to get a hold of this and then starting to walk in it and operate in it. And then the, the beautiful part of it is, like we said earlier about building on your past successes and experiences is that it stretches you and just makes you just excited and makes you believe for more. And it's just, it's going to be just amazing as, as this unfolds for all of us. So, um, Again, John Welton uh, joining us on the phone today. I wish we had a 14-hour show because we could talk all day because uh, this is just great stuff. And, uh, and and John's just a wealth of knowledge. So I would encourage you, uh, listeners, to check out some of his books, check out his uh, his ministry, his YouTube work, which has uh, some great, great lessons in it. And, uh, John, if people would like to contact you or uh, find out about your work, your books, everything, how can they contact you and reach you? 
Well, probably the simplest is what we put together on our website, which is just johnwelton.com, which is without an H, so it's J-O-N-W-E-L-D-O-N, johnwelton.com, or another link, the same same website is weltoncat.com. Um, we also have a whole bunch of YouTubes. I'm very interactive on Facebook, um, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, and you can find me a whole bunch of ways. But one of the cool things is that we really try to give out a lot of free material, and we really are more passionate about getting the truth out than just trying to make a bunch of money. So for me, I give stuff away. I have a blog I put out every single week called the uh, Rogue theologian.com rogetheologian.com I I publish blogs every Tuesday or Wednesday and uh, we also have uh, rapturelist.com which is um, you get the whole book for free you can just download the app and uh, we find it get truth out there for people and uh, yeah we we got a lot of material here and there but they can they google me and and they'll find our website it's usually not the website because we have all the feature those the other ones but <laughs> mm. you know there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of ways to get back to us and uh, we would love to hear from people we're very we're very personable if they have more questions um, people are welcome to contact us on Facebook as well yeah, definitely, listeners. Uh, um, John and his staff have just been phenomenal and uh, very kind with us, so we, we definitely appreciate you as well. So, listeners, definitely check them out. And uh, like I said, just good information, stuff that just will, will stretch your thinking and just get you believing for more. It's it's so, so vital and so important. John, I want to thank you because it it's been a pleasure. Like I said, I wish we could talk all day, but, uh, you know, got to be respectful of your time, so I, I will. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> What I ask of our guests is, if you will please, um, for our listening audience, if somebody has a healing need or if you maybe pick up a prophetic word for someone or a word of knowledge, uh, would you please pray us to the end and just let it rip? Gotcha. Yeah, let's let's just cover everybody. If you are listening and you have any kind of sickness, illness, disease in your body, um, and you're in a place uh, not surrounded by people and you can appropriately... And put, it, put a hand on that, that sick or injured place right now in your body as I pray. And just as a, a way of agreeing uh, right now for healing inside your body and, and a way of agreeing with that. So, Lord, I just speak over, over every hand laid on every sickness, on every illness. I command organs to function again in Jesus' name right now. Lord, you said to pray that it would be on earth as it is in heaven, and there is no sickness in heaven. And so we command health and restoration into every body. We command health and restoration into every organ, into every cell. We command it into the bloodstream. We command it into the uh, the bones. We command uh, healing into bones right now. I, I'm not sure why I feel like there might be a, a specific listener that uh, has some, some broken bones that the Lord's going to begin to heal up very, very quickly. And uh, so we just we just release that healing into every single body in Jesus' name. Restoration. Amen. 
Brilliant listeners. Thank you so much, Jonathan Welton, for joining us today. Again, make sure you check out his uh, his ministry work, his his writings, and his teaching. You will not be sorry, okay? I'm just saying. Uh, you can check us out online at dominionfire.com to find out more about our background and our, uh, our training, as well as... Um, Facebook.com slash Dominion Fire, Twitter.com slash Dominion Fire, and you can uh, check out Instagram. We're going to load some stuff up there as well, also under the name Dominion Fire. If you'd like to email us directly, it's Dominion Fire Church at gmail.com. If you want to uh, throw a question at us or comment or feedback or question for any of the guests, please feel free to do so. We're all happy to help, and uh, we're all on the same team here, so... Feel free to uh, put out there whatever uh, whatever question or need you may have. So, listeners, it has been a pleasure uh, bringing this program to you and, and uh, just a pleasure talking with John today. Uh, listeners, we thank you. We will see you next time here on the Heal the Sick podcast. And as we always say here on the ministry, boom, goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time.